All right, on Startup Nation, we've got our expert in insurance for small business with us, Michael Spath. You help us with a subject matter that is really foreign to a lot of small business owners. Again, they focus on their business at hand. Insurance isn't something that a lot of them really know about. And today there are so many different types of insurance that you know, it's hard to keep up. So we've got you and wow. your team yeah. at Kapnick Insurance Group. I mean, you know, I would not be in this position without the team. And one of the things I love about Kapnick is that there is someone who specializes in every part of insurance and every vertical, right? It's comprehensive. A hundred percent. And one of the things that we do is we have a personal lines team that deals with the questions of beyond your business, beyond your employee benefits. Okay. And today, for instance, we're going to talk about travel insurance and second homes, which it's June. Everybody is about to school is about to end for your children. And you're going to be taking off. You're going to be going to Disney. You're going to be going out West. You're going to be doing all these places or a lot of people in the state of Michigan, especially, or if you're in Ohio or wherever, you have a second home and you're going to go up to Traverse City or Petoskey or Gaylord or Holland, wherever you go, you have that second home. And so we're going to talk about those things today with Shasta Hall, who is in charge of our personal lines division at Kaepernick Insurance. So Shasta, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So let's start with like the travel insurance idea because we all see it. I mean, Jeff, you see it. You're you're booking a trip. Uh, yes. And it always shows up on well, there, right? There's you, like, well, do you want to and, insure? And you want to your... know something? I don't know if I should check that box or not. I do know that if you don't check it, they give you a big warning. And they also say how many people did insure, you know, bought the insurance and so on. So there's a lot of pressure to more and more um, thinking about it. Do I do it or don't I? And I rarely do it either. So Shasta, what, what is travel insurance? Travel insurance is essentially, it's kind of a broad term, truthfully, but essentially you are insuring a leg of your trip, a certain portion of it, maybe the rental car, maybe the hotel. Um, if something goes wrong, you cancel at the last minute, you might have insurance for that depending on the plan that you purchase. Um, you lose your luggage, you get personal effects. I generally say call your trusted insurance advisor. Um, they are going to advise you if maybe you're going out of the country and you need ransom and kidnap insurance. That's something people don't think about. When you leave the United States, you don't have medical insurance through your Blue Cross Blue Shield necessarily. Check into that. You don't want to end up in a hospital with no coverage. And it covers all of that. I thought it was really just if I book this flight and pay for it and the airline says to me, you know, you're not going to get your money back, no refunds. I thought in the event that, say, you know, God forbid, got sick or something, I could still make a claim and get my money back for that flight. But it goes beyond that, you're saying, way beyond that. It certainly can. It's different plans, obviously, if you're buying through maybe online booking, something of that nature. It could strictly be for just missing your flight and needing a connecting flight. Which is a great point, Jeff, is how many times someone does click on it they, you know, you see it on there, warning, 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 you click on it, but you actually have no idea what you're getting out of it. Right. And like, that's why, you know, Shasta saying like, call up your, your agent, call If it's your Kaepernick agent, if whoever call up your agent and say, Hey, I'm going to be taking a trip. I'd like to get some travel insurance. Can you talk me through it? And then explain the coverages. What are the coverages? And here's one of the things too, Shasta, that I know that you do with your team is you're going to ask a lot of questions. And some people are like, wow, well, it's 10 minutes of asking questions, but you're probing for what reason? We want to make sure that we give you the right product because that's one of the biggest problems with insurance. People are like, well, it didn't cover me when I needed it. Well, you didn't tell us you needed that insurance because either no one asked, you were keeping it because you didn't want to pay a higher premium. Um, we need to know the details so that we can make sure we have the proper policy in place. 
And that takes us to a second home too, right? Is, is let's, let's just start with that. Um, is it the same as I have a home here in Southeast Michigan? I wish I had a second home, uh, somewhere else, but if I did have a second home in Traverse city, I insure it the same way I insure my house here in Southeast Michigan. It's still in the same policy form. So it's still a homeowner's policy because the named insured is the principal resident. But you are not living in that home. You are leaving that home unoccupied probably for five months a year, something of that nature. There are risks involved that the insurance company needs to know about. The premium reflects that. And if you don't tell them and maybe you have a burst pipe and it goes on for a month because you haven't been to the home because you're working and living at your other home, that's a lot more damage than if you come home from work and you see you had a bus pipe in your primary residence. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest ones. I mean, and that's why it's important to insure it as a second, as a second home properly is, is that unoccupied position. But, but Shasta, sometimes it's not unoccupied. Sometimes I'm, I've used Airbnb. I'm using Verbo. I'm using, um, you know, one of the other services out there. And so I'm renting it. Jeff, do you do this with yours? I mean, do you rent your property out for the summer to help pay for bills and things like that? A lot of people do that. Yeah, no, I know a lot of people do that. We right now are not doing that, but it's not that we wouldn't consider doing that. It is unoccupied most of the time. That's our circumstance. Okay, so Jeff's unoccupied. I would be unoccupied, but a lot of people use Airbnb. And so I'm good, right? You are not. When you rent out the home, that changes the policy. Most of the carriers that we represent at Capnick have some built-in coverage in their standard policy. Maybe it's 30 days of short-term rental. Some have 180. If you are renting your home to anyone, if you have any kind of contract, you need to let your insurance agent know. Make sure that you have coverage because you have that person in your home and there is damage done by them. You have no coverage unless you have the proper endorsement or the proper policy in place. Yeah. And I mean, from a liability standpoint too, I mean, the damage is one thing, right? Like someone, Hey, uh, someone is renting my space and they break something, they break a window. We used to have a family friend who had a, had a cottage right on the golf course, right? Someone, a golf ball comes through the window or something like that. Um, you know, but the liability portion, I think is the, is the bigger part of this especially because when most people rent, you're constantly, I mean, how are you doing background checks on their, on your renters? Are you looking up their MVR reports? Do you know if they have a history of, uh, of DUIs? Do you know if they have a history of, you know, disorderly conduct? I mean, and a, a lot of people, when they go on these trips, especially if they're younger people or bachelor parties with that, what are they doing? They're drinking. And when they're drinking, what type of decisions are they making? Do they have access to your boat? Do they have access to your jet skis? They've access to all these different things. I mean, you get you got to be aware of that, and you need to make sure that your insurance agent is aware of that. Correct, because liability is really what makes or breaks you. You can fix a broken refrigerator, you can fix some drywall or something that they might break. It's not going to make or break you financially, but you have a million dollar lawsuit against you because somebody made a poor decision while using your property with your permission under a contract. You better make sure you have the right insurance in place. Yeah. And it's, you know, the thing too here is, look, if you do have that proper, if you do have that proper insurance place, I mean, it's, it's awful if something happens, but then you just follow the procedure. You just file a claim. Hey, this happened on the property. I'm covered according to my agent. 
let's just go through the process. Correct. And if you didn't have that conversation where you were honest about how you're using the property, you probably don't have coverage for it. You don't have coverage, and then who's paying for it? You. You're self-insured. And what if it's a million-dollar liability claim? They'll garnish your wages for the rest of your life. Yikes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... You know, let me tell you guys, I'm taking notes, and this is what this is really all about. I think the value that you bring to the community of small business owners and just, you know, the general consumer population as well is incredible because, again, these are things you just don't know. Where do you learn this stuff? And so to hear this kind of expertise and guidance from you guys on things that, you know, we otherwise wouldn't. I mean, literally, I took some notes. I got to change a few things in my policy and be aware of a few things that I didn't think about. And Jeff, I would say this, and you've heard me repeat this over and over again. And so sometimes I have a prospective client I'm dealing with, and they'll say to me like, hey, how long is this going to take? Like, you've asked me 10 questions or 15 questions. I got to go somewhere. Can we just, can we just wrap this up? And maybe, but what if I have two more questions I need to ask? Because I am trying to, a lot of people are just trying to spit it out. Like I'm, hey, I'm just trying to get another sale going. I'm not asking the right questions. I'm just trying to, you know, and, and then someone isn't covered. Is it, is it sometimes a little bit of a more time consuming because we're asking those questions? Yes, because we want to make sure you do, you are covered in a case like this happens. The last thing that we want is if someone has something happen, the claim comes against them, they call us up and say, Hey, this is happening. We say, well, you don't have coverage for that. And again, they need to be transparent and honest with us. If you say, Hey, I'm renting this out for six months of the year. Don't tell us you're running it out for 30 days a year because you want to save on your premium. You know, a lot of times it's like, Save on the front end, Mm. pay on the back end. Right, right. And that's what we're trying to avoid, Shasta. Correct. Shasta, last question for you. Uh, You know, a lot of people have homes in different places. My mother, for instance, has a a primary home here in Michigan and has a, I guess, a winter home in Arizona. But a lot of people have a second home here in Michigan. Michigan's a pretty good state other than tornadoes, a little bit here and there, which we don't encounter that much. Um, We don't have mudslides. We don't have a lot of forest fires. We don't have hurricanes and flooding the whole thing. Are there, I mean, this is a pretty safe state. Are there bad states out there to have a second home? I mean, they're the ones that we most want our second home in normally. Florida, (laughs) Arizona, right? The South. California. Right. Um, Yes. I mean, insurance is much more expensive in other parts of the country because the risks that are involved when you have hurricanes as a real possibility or forest fires, you're going to pay higher premiums. And people have spent their life paying for homeowners insurance here in Michigan. Contrary to popular belief, um, our premiums are fairly low in comparison to the rest of the country. And in Florida, it's hard, even for an agency like Kabnick, to find placement for waterfront property. We have to go through our insurance partners and different avenues to get that coverage sometimes. And it takes time. And customers do like to call and say, hey, I'm closing on a house next Tuesday. <laughs> I need some insurance. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give us a little bit of time. Well, thank you very much, Shasta. That's great stuff. And if anybody needs to reach out to, wants to know more, learn more, travel insurance, or uh, certainly if you have a second or a third home or whatever, you know, whatever property, uh, you can reach out to us at capnick.com and uh, find Shasta Hall, uh, shasta.hall at capnick.com too. Thanks, guys. It's really great. Really, it's uh, information you can use. 